Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, I'll be talking about ideological politics and my obsession with Western politics. I'm an African, so I <clears throat> know how politics is being played. In Africa, I know how politics is being played in Nigeria. As far as I'm concerned, it's too dirty. As far as I'm concerned, it's too manipulative. It's too deceptive. So, for a clean dude, that does not make sense. The West, they play what you call politics. Of ideas. The West, they play. of the way they play their own politics. Now, Nigerian politics is totally different from that. When you study the difference, you realize that ideologies is at the root foundation pillars of that distinction. When you hear somebody talk about wisdom, 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 what's wisdom? Wisdom is simply the study of difference. That is exactly what wisdom is. Wisdom is the study of difference. Wise people are interested in studying differences. Why is people interested in seeing differences? The difference in Nigeria voting patterns is determined by a lot of unwise factors. When I talk about voting patterns, I'm really talking about what makes people vote, what forms the basis of that decision. See, I like this candidate. I like the other candidate. If you study it, the basis of, of those what form the basis of those decisions 
his own wife. Voting patterns in Nigeria is determined by some factors. One of them is religion. You have some people in the north, they will go out to vote on election day. Why are they voting? Or who are they voting for? Say they are voting for a preferred candidate because he's a Muslim. That's the reason why they want to go and vote. They have found a Muslim candidate, so they will vote for that person. You have some people, it's ethnicity. Say, tomorrow is election. We are going to go and vote. Why are we going to go and vote? So we are going to go and vote for a preferred candidate. Our preferred candidate is the guy from the north. So we are voting him because he's a northerner. We are voting him because of tribal sentiment. Another reason is vote trading. Say, why are we going to go and vote? We are going to go and vote for a preferred candidate because we were induced financially. They gave us 5,000 naira. They gave us wrapper. They gave us cloth. They bought cloth for us. <laughs> That's why we are going to go and vote for the guy. They gave us 3,000 naira. They gave us 5,000 naira. There are lots of so many reasons. I'm just giving a few. Now, if you have voting patterns in Nigeria that becomes a function of the mindset of a large number of the Nigerian electorate, so if you have a large chunk of voters thinking like this, it gives you an idea of the quality of leader they will produce after the election. Some voters will vote because they give them food. Say it's time for election. Those guys are hungry. So let's talk about stomach infrastructure. We'll give them food to eat. To vote for us. Say we have rice. Let's go and buy rice. It's time for election. Give them three cups of rice. Give them 10 cups of rice and give them the vote for us. So we can include hunger as part of those factors. During the election period in Nigeria, the politician mind mirrors the financial cost of his aspirations. Say, I want to be governor. So the guy will sit down and say, Kai, I need money. From what I have just said, some will pay for 5,000 naira to voters, eligible voters, to cast votes for them. Some will go and consult the stakeholders in the state so that they can support them. Some will do campaigns. Some will do voter consciousness and and uh, sensitization. So when the guy gets his calculator and he begins to punch the figures, the guy will say, 
I should be thinking of spending about 5 billion naira. So 5 billion naira is not a static figure. It depends on the state or the size of the state. If you are looking at Lagos, for instance, it could be more. If you are looking at Kano, it could be more. So it depends on the state that will determine the amount of billions that will be required to capture that state during elections. That's why you see in Nigeria during elections, the stakes are so high. Funds are being mobilized, funds are being sourced, funds are being disbursed. I know a lot about deals, I know a lot about investment. I've worked in banks and I've been in charge of some of these things, so I can tell you. Politics in Nigeria is more like an investment deal. When you talk about an investor, an investor is somebody that is interested in returns. He has money or he sources for money, then he invests it. When he invests it, he sits down and he waits. That's exactly how we play politics. So the governor that sources for funds, say, Abdullah, I'm your friend. I want to become governor. Help me. I need money. Say, okay, I give you 500 million. Musa, I'm your friend. Say, I don't have plenty of money. I give you 100 million. That's how he sources the funds. When it is time for election, he begins to do the needful. He mobilizes the funds. He disburses them. He allocates them. When he wins, Musa will get excited. When he wins, Abdullah will smile. So for the governor, he knows that he has just won. But winning comes with the expectation of a return on investment. So why I talk about the cost, I'm talking about billions. During elections in Nigeria, we play Julius Caesar-styled politics because, you know, when the stakes are high, you need people or dogs to back you up so that uh, they go after your enemies or they go after your political opponents and they violently attack them, they harm them, or possibly they kill them. Now, it is not restricted to the physical fight or the physical confrontation. Nigerian politics pushes the bar, raises the standard. So you are talking about black magic, you are talking about voodoo, you are talking about uh, uh, shrines or diabolical powers. They involve these things because you are talking about a politics that is soaked in blood, voodoo, black magic and money that's why a lot of politicians that are interested in securing power they want to secure power at any cost go and check these guys they have links with diabolical shrines go and check these guys they have links with cults 
can check these guys they have links with so voter inducement is a very critical factor that influences the decision of voters so when you say a country is poor you're indirectly saying a lot of them don't have food to eat so when you come up with a strategy that favors stomach infrastructure during elections you are indirectly attracting voters to yourself when you come up with a policy that dishes out money financial inducements to people that are poor you are indirectly attracting voters to yourself when you come up with a policy that gives out clothes wrappers to people that are poor you are indirectly attracting voters to yourself now that is how they play politics it is not ideological It is not. That is the view from the inside. So that's why some of the times when you hear in Nigeria the youths are coming up with a protest, they say uh, the protest is to end bad governance. Some of us sit back and we laugh because we know the view from the inside. They came up with a law in Nigeria and they called it law not too young to run. Not too young to run simply means that they reviewed the age and opened the doors for young people to come and play politics, active politics in Nigeria. Already you are talking about a system or people that are very old that walk through the corridors of power. So the law changed the rules. They reviewed the age to accommodate more young people. When they came up with that law, I was laughing because I knew the view from the inside. Not too young to run simply means not too loaded to win. Where is a youth going to get 10 billion, 15 billion naira to invest? When you say you are investing in politics during an election, it's like playing gamble. <laughs> it's like playing gamble. <laughs> There's a guy, the guy is uh, Atiku Abubakar. Atiku Abubakar was the former president, of, uh, former vice president of Nigeria during Obasanjo's administration. After Obasanjo's administration, Atiku has been trying to become president. The guy, each time he tries, he fails. So, you are looking at a guy that is loaded with money. So, if you ask a young guy, the law says you are not too young to run. So, if you want to run for the presidency via the PDP political platform. You have to contend with that guy. His name is Atiku Abubakar. The kind of money he has, you don't stand a chance. So, when it's time for primaries, when it's time for campaigns, when it's time for consultations, how are you going to cope with that guy? How are you going to match him billions for billions? So, that's why I said, the not too young to run Law simply means not too loaded to win. So that's the view from the inside. 
You see, what I have just said is different from the way they play politics in the West. <clears throat> Today, you find in, 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 in America, during elections, some Nigerians that have traveled to America, they have become American citizens. They are now being elected to serve as public officers in America. Why? It's because they play ideological politics. In America, it's very simple. The reverse is the case. If you want to play politics in America, you come up with ideas. You sit down, you begin to write. These are my ideas. These are my policies. These are, <clears throat> these are my mission statement. These are my vision statement. You begin to write it. Maybe you come up with a website. You pack everything there. You begin to hold talk shows. You, you begin to hold campaigns. People come outside. They are interested in keening with those visions. People listening. They are interested in connecting with those ideas. Look at Obama today. Obama is a former president of America. The guy is not so rich. He's not the richest guy in America. But he became president. Why? Because of the way they play politics. They play ideological politics. So it is these guys, it is the citizens that keen into your vision. It is the citizens that keen into your mission statement. They keen into your ideas, your economic policy, your national security policy, your national prosperity policy. Those are the guys that say, we love this guy. We can see where he's trying to take us to. So we support him. He say, I have $50. I'll donate it to his campaign. The other guy says, I have $10. I donate it to his campaign. That's how they donate. They donate. They donate. They donate. At the end of the day, that's how they come up with campaign funds. So, when that guy becomes a leader, what do you think happens? His investment is not from a few people. He does not see a, a small segment of people as the key stakeholders. Instead, he sees everybody. That's the point. They are interested in settling everybody. Not a segment, not Musa, not Abdullahi. Not Ikechuku, not Oreva, not a small segment. Instead, it's everybody. So, you sit down and you begin to analyze the difference. You realize that. That is the distinction. In America, you will find some legislators who sleep in their offices just because they can't afford to live mansions and houses close to the U.S. legislative parameters. In Nigeria, it's not like that, though. Senators, you have them living in mansions in Abuja. After four or eight years in office, the governor, who could only boast of owning a couple of cars, 
automatically own a private jet. So, when I see the difference, I give myself grace and I tell myself that when you are in Rome, you behave like a Roman. That's exactly what those guys that have traveled to America, that have become American citizens, that are now playing politics in America. That's the strategy they adopted. They were once Nigerians. They said to themselves, when you are in Africa, behave like an African. They said to themselves, when you are in Nigeria, behave like a Nigeria. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.